Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing out there tonight? This is Latrice Carter with Horror Movie Warriors. And tonight, guys, we are in for a treat. I have with me tonight Mr. Matt Latz. Trick or treat, Halloweeners. And Mr. Jay Bullington. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Halloween season. Yes, happy Halloween. This is October the 16th, guys. And uh, we are only like, what, uh, maybe like 15 days away from Halloween? 15, 16, something like that? We are so close. We yes. are very close. Dangerously close to Halloween. <laughs> Which we love. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, some of my best memories are, are of Halloween, you oh, know, uh, trick-or-treating with my brothers and my mom and our family and, uh, and, and, and watching scary movies after trick-or-treating, you know, oh, yes, so, yes, just yes. a very fun time, you know, um, for me, it was, we would go out trick-or-treating, um, when I lived in a suburban neighborhood, so we would just like hit the two or three streets around our house. And then we would sit in the kitchen and watch those ABC Halloween specials, like Garden. Oh <laughs> yeah! While we while we sorted through all of our candy. <laughs> That's so Memories. Cool. That's so cool. When we were little, my parent, my my mother, and my friend's mother were so creative, and they sewed. And our costumes, we would always win the co the best costume contest because our costumes are always like. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, I awesome. Treating with this big, like, blue ribbon on my outfit. You're like, yes, baby. I want to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Man. And tonight, guys, we are talking about the definitive Halloween movie, Night of the Demons. Woo! You gotta, I got to agree. I got to agree. That it, is the definitive Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, uh, the Midnight Hour, which me and Matt talked about at the beginning of the month, was... I love that movie. Don't yes. you love that movie? Oh, my gosh. I love the Midnight Hour. I'm dead. You're dying. Everybody <laughs> should try to get Everybody dead. Everybody should try it. Get dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, but that movie was a Halloween movie for the family. Okay, Absolutely. but this movie, you don't want your kids to see. No. <laughs> it's not no. a family movie no. at no. all. Put the kids to bed. Uh, you and your honey, uh, pop some popcorn, maybe get some wine, and just enjoy the scares because this is uh, a absolutely. this is a adult movie. <laughs> but there's definitely laughs here too. Oh I yes, mean, yes, it, it, very much so. Too, yes. I, you know, uh, I think I read somewhere, and I think it might have been Wikipedia that it was a horror comedy. I don't really see horror comedy. It's not like Night of the Creeps because Night of the Creeps is a horror comedy. I think yeah. it is the majority of it are teenagers, which I use air quotes because these people are like 35. Right. <laughs> well, Linnea Quigley, she did say, and as a matter of fact, this is one of my fun facts, so I probably shouldn't say anything, but um, but she was she was quite older, and I will, I'll say how much older she was when I get to my fun facts, but she was older than the rest of of everybody else, but I, I not much. <laughs> no, not much. But she was the oldest. Majority of the cast is teen uh, affiliated. Yes. Um, I think because of that, it people think it's more comedic, and there are some very. Oh yeah, there are some. There's some good one-liners in this movie. There's some very silly moments. Wow. Yes, very. It's just—it's so typical of '80s horror, also that they would have all oh, yeah. liners and zingers and things, you know. Um, I just—I've always thought of this as as a horror comedy. I always have, and also—and this may sound weird—this is one of my horror comfort movies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I will. I have watched this movie about 
eight times this year already. <laughs> Ask me how many times I've seen it this week. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's one of those movies I just put on. It's like I just love this movie so much. I love the music. I love the. Oh my gosh. You know, I love the costumes. You know, what? one of my favorite songs, I will not forget to mention this this time, because uh, um, last month we had um, uh, discussed the blog. I discussed the blog with. Um, oh, love that. Uh, yes. And uh, but I forgot to mention how much I love the ending song, Brave New World. I love oh, yeah. that song. Oh, my gosh. And I love the beast inside. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. I yes. love the ending song. As a matter of fact, I'm going to yes. play it tonight for the for the group page for the horror movie warriors group page because I love that song. Oh my gosh, it's one of my favorites. But uh, well, let's hop into some questions here, guys. Okay. Uh, Matt, I will start with you first. Um, uh, who is your favorite character? Uh. Suzanne, probably. Um, oh, you know, I've but of course. Kind of <laughs> nerd, uh, a nerd crush on Linnea Quigley and uh, and just love everything. That oh, God, who does. doesn't? Yeah. Um, but I'm going to have to say, like, Suzanne was such a, a, oh, such a vapid character, and it's definitely, like, my aesthetic is due. Um, when I do June Cleavage. So she's definitely <laughs> sort of, you know, sort of a, uh, uh, an icon for me. Oh, yeah. It has to be Suzanne. Oh, yeah. I, I, I understand, you know, being, me being a woman, you know, who actually, I, I can't say that, you know, uh, that I was a big fan of hers, but I really did appreciate the acting roles that she did because she was in uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. She was oh, in yeah. uh, uh, Savage Streets, which I, I do believe she did really good at, even though she couldn't really. She, I think her character on Savage Streets was mute, right, Jay? She was mute. Yes, yes. Yeah, she so she didn't talk a lot. Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead, which I had the pleasure of being on Jay's podcast talking about. Show. Yes, we did. Yes, I loved every second of that. And and I appreciate her, the roles that she has played. Uh, you know, uh, I one you may not have seen, uh, Sorority Babes and the Slimeball. The Slimeball Polarama. Uh, okay, yes. you guys have seen it. I, I have not. That <laughs> yes. Oh my God, it's so much fun. Yes. She's such a badass, too. I just love her in that movie. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun. Okay, uh, should I watch the movie, guys, or no? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. You'll laugh so hard. Oh, absolutely. Not in <laughs> Kennedy, taken seriously at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I do like those type of movies. I, I like no, the type of movies that don't take themselves too seriously. No, they they do not take themselves seriously. All the jokes are on purpose. It's not it's not like oh poor like all oh, these poor people try to make it great. No, these people know exactly what they were doing. Well, they know exactly what they were doing. It's a specific director that the one that he did. He also did Nightmare Sisters and um, a couple of other movies that they shot them all pretty much the same time. Um, so they're very low budget, straight to VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, but very fun, ridiculous horror movies. Uh, so I suggest, I, I would suggest absolutely finding them and, uh, and watching them. All right. Well, well then I shall do it. <laughs> I, I will watch anything once. You know, uh, um, I've been uh, uh, like clicking on different movies on Tubi just to see if there's some good. And of course they're not. Uh-huh. But 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 I click on it just Everything's hoping beyond it, hope. You know, right. I, I click on them hoping beyond hope that they will be good, only to get yeah. my you know heart shattered. They're not good. So, but I, I yeah. will watch anything once, especially if they're from the nineteen eighties. 
You know, right. I love my 80s. I love yeah, my 80s. You are the 80s queen. Yes. yes. Can I tell you who my favorite character is in this movie? Oh, yes, sorry, Jay. I was just coming right to you. Go ahead. And you're not going to believe it, but my favorite character is Sal. <laughs> because I love that they thought they should put Fonzie in this movie. <laughs> Like Tina on Return of the Living Dead, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, where did you come from? Why are you here with these people? I don't know. You know? Why do you want to be with these people? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. My favorite character, well, it was a tie for me. Okay. For me, it was between Roger and Helen. Uh, Helen, okay. because I kind of identified with Helen, you know, she was. Uh, you know, she had these friends, but she was also an oddball kind of like, you know, it's uh -huh. kind of, uh, and, and that, that was me back in high school. I had all these friends, but that was kind of the oddball. Gotcha. And, uh, and I'll Roger, and I loved Roger because, you know, I, I, of course, I felt the kinship with him because of his yeah. background, you know, yeah. Roger was a PK. And I don't know if you guys know what PK stands for. Kid. That's right, Max. Preacher's I, kid. Also, <laughs> I loved him because he was like the only one who had any common sense in the whole. Oh group. my gosh! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a, that was a, that was another thing too, right there, yeah. Jay. He was like, the only one that had the most comments. Well, him and Helen. He's the only one. Him and Helen. Helen did too. Helen uh, was yeah. like, well, you know what? If he's going, I'm going. To, I'm going to go with the black guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I I like him more because Helen gave up before he did. Helen's like, we're dead. We're dead. We're you know, and he's like, no, we're getting out of here. Right. Oh yeah. Up. And look, and he got out. He got uh, out. You're right. He, he did. Spoiler. He, hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah, spoiler alerts. But all of my podcasts are spoilers, guys. You, if too. you guys, yeah. if you guys have listened to any of my podcasts, you guys already know that spoiler alerts are in effect. In effect. Yeah. And why would you listen without watching the movie? Watch the movie. <laughs> yes, please watch this, especially this movie. This movie oh, rocks. My goodness, yeah. Oh. This is a classic. Uh, okay. Now, Jay, who was your least favorite character? Easy. This is an easy one. Billy, Judy's little brother. What a little <laughs> pain in the neck that kid. Oh. What a pain he's, in the neck. He was obnoxious. <laughs> oh, he's so obnoxious. And he's this kid is so good at being obnoxious that I think maybe really in real life, maybe he really was just obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I loved him on Wild the Crazy Kids on oh, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Oh, was that that what? Say what is that him? Yeah, that's um, what's his name? Donnie Jeffcoat, I think. Yeah, I'll be darned. I'll be darned. Yep. See, look how good he was. He annoyed me so much I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild and crazy. Yes, Wild the Crazy Kids. <laughs> Too funny. Yep. Uh, well, uh, Matt, who was your least favorite? Um, Jay. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 look, I. Number two. He's my number <laughs> two, yeah. I, I, he has my name. I was writing these questions and I said, oh my goodness, you know what? Everybody's gonna put, is everybody's gonna say no. Jay for this question. You know, who's your least favorite character? <laughs> yeah, it has to be him. He was so despicable and gross. He really was. He really was. Yes. I mean all he all I mean all he wanted from Judy was sex. What the heck is that? 
That's all he wanted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he was a grade A jerk off. That's what he was. Yes, yes, I agree. Yes. All right, gentlemen. What is your favorite scene? Uh, Matt, we'll go with you for this one. What is your favorite scene? Oh, hands down, Suzanne in the bathroom drawing on her boobs with lipstick. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was the coolest ever. It's one of growing the, up. It's the coolest practical effects I've ever seen, but it's also right? one of the strangest things I've ever seen in a movie. And I and my biggest question was just why is it there? <laughs> What made them, My what question made them was, did it hurt? What made them think of this? What yeah. made them think? Oh, and then, oh, and then, just put the lipstick inside her body. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that happening? <laughs> so insane. It, it, it's got no purpose in being there. No, it doesn't. But yet, it works. And well, there, there are other scenes in this movie that have no purpose being there either that we can talk about like the old man scenes oh my gosh don't get me started on that why are those why are those even attached to this movie where where are they there they do feel like they belong in a different movie but i think it's like right statement on you know you know at the time when this movie was made that was a big thing with the with check your apples for razor blades and Oh, yeah, you're right. If you get an apple, you throw it away. You do not even check it. You <laughs> throw it away. Yes, you're so right. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> I just, I feel like maybe the movie was too short, and so they kind of had to add, like, stuff to it to make it longer. Yeah, I, 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 I agree, I Jay. I that old man getting his comeuppance at the end. I do love that. And oh yes, so when when yeah. the uh, when his wife gets them, yes, that was yeah, a yeah. great that is, scene. That is cute. I do like that, but it just seems like a different movie. It's like, oh, are, are we watching like Sales of the Crypt or something? I don't know <laughs> we're watching, you know? Right. Uh, oh, Jay, what's your favorite scene? Okay, you're not going to believe this, but Angela's dance is my favorite scene of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> when she starts, when she starts dancing, and Sal is looking at her like, "What is wrong with you?" And she, first of all, I, I, I like I listened to the the commentary and stuff, and she choreographed that herself. She was yes, a dancer. yes. So she choreographed the whole thing herself. And there's something about the change in her, and that that mute that music and her her movement. She's really a good dancer. I mean, she's really yes, good. she is. Yes, she is. Um, and I find myself just kind of stopping and watching that scene every time I watch the movie. It's like, this is kind of mesmerizing, you know? Also, something I don't know. I only noticed this, like, the last couple times I watched it. She has earrings. Her earrings are crosses. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're upside and, down. And then when the demon enters her, the crosses are suddenly upside down. Yes. I, 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 I read about like, that. I didn't see it, oh, but I did read about I that. I only noticed that, like, like... I watched it again today, but like I watched it like last week also. And last week I was like, Oh, holy, holy, wow. I didn't even realize that until now. So I just, I, anyway, I love that scene. I, there's uh, it goes along with and, the story, you know, it goes along, yeah, you know, because yeah. that, you know. Yeah. So that's my favorite scene. But and uh, uh, another thing, you know, um, I, because, uh, you know, I watched the movies with commentary too. But I also watched the, uh, I watched her interview because they have her interview on the DVD too. I'm not sure uh, if you know that. But, uh, and she said that she was so happy that she got to dance because she could dance as crazy and as wild and as hard as she wanted to. They just gave her the permission to just go at it. And she went for it. I watched the same interview. She was like, she's like, this is what I did in my living room every night anyway. So yeah, (laughs) she just went for it. So I I understand. Hey, go for it, girl. Go for it. Uh, Well, my favorite scene is actually, I, I loved the scenes with when all of them were together because, because you know, their chemistry with each other, each and every one of their chemistry 
was actually very, very good. And I think that's that's what makes or break a movie. Yeah. If your characters don't have that chemistry on screen. Oh yeah. It will it will show. It shows. And like and likability, uh which Yes. Recent recently horror films, the characters seem to just lack so much to me. Oh my god. Especially Rob Zombies movies is his characters just lack likability, you know? They're all um redneck characters. Oh, and they're all like you don't want you don't care if any of them die. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and that know, is not a good scary guys. movie. Okay. If you don't or care if you don't care if they yeah. live or die. And, and um actually uh uh Miss Christie was talking about this when we were discussing child's play. Uh uh, oh. uh she said that same thing. She said if I don't care about the characters so you don't have a good movie. Like she that she doesn't like the Friday the Thirteenth movies because she doesn't care about any of it. She's like, I, I don't care if they die. That they're annoying. <laughs> Most of them are annoying. But uh, you know, but not in all the movies. No, not in all of the movies. I actually happen to love Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> I love all of them. Uh, besides uh, ten, I don't really like Jason X. I don't like that one. So much. Oh, Jason in Space? Oh, I love yeah. that one. That's one of my favorite kills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, yes, yes, it does. I I know what you're talking about, I think. And I do like that kill. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I think everybody loved that kill. But, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, if, if I don't like your characters, or if I see that your characters don't have chemistry with each other, yeah, that that's a uh, that that's a no no. It takes you out. It, it does. Takes you out. You're you're not you're not invested anymore. That's yeah. right. That's right. And yeah. and that's why I love like I love um I love the sand the sand scene. Um, mm-hmm. and I loved um. Um, I, I really love them all dancing with each other. I love that. That's I love good. to see because they were having fun. They were having yeah. fun, and you could tell. And I, I, and even Kathy Codwell said like that you know, it was just a fun time. Everybody was having fun, and you could tell. Yeah, apparently, they the actors were really having fun too. Apparently, yes, it seems like when they you, were. Like you said, we listened to the commentary and stuff, and it sounds like they were all really having a good time. There were kids making. I mean, I know they weren't teenagers, but they were young, you know. Right. They were making, a lot of them, it was their first movie or one of their, one of their first movies. You know? Yes. And so they were all having a blast. And I love, you, you get that vibe off a movie, you know. You feel yes. definitely. Yes. Okay. What was your least favorite scene? Jay, uh, we'll go to you again. What was your least favorite scene? Any scene with Judy's little brother Billy was my least favorite scene. Annoying. <laughs> he wasn't even I on know. there all that much. <laughs> I know, but every every time he opened his mouth, I'm like, "Oh, please stop! Just stop talking." <laughs> so any scene with him, Billy, in it was my least favorite scene. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Matt? What was your least favorite scene? Um, I I, I don't really have a particular least favorite. But about a third of the way movie, through the movie, it just gets very like it drags. The the pacing gets off, and it's very slow. Yeah, especially when Judy and Roger like trapped in the cremator cremation room. Oh yeah, yeah. It just seems to really grind to a stop at that point. Yeah. Now, I think that scene, that scene was the one that was added. I, if, if, if I had to think of one that I, a scene that I would so. have thought was yeah. an add-on just to make the movie longer, it would be that scene. Yeah. You, you would, I don't think you'd be wrong either. Yeah, once we're at that point, things could move a lot quicker, and I, I agree uh, even though I love this movie so much, that is this is the part of the movie where I'm like, okay, let's just get going, let's move along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Definitely great. I mean, I love the movie, but yeah. oh yeah, to just drag on. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, I, I think all of us yeah. love this movie. <laughs> all three. voice at this point. She's so, come on, we can do it. We can do it. I just, uh, she's yeah. really annoying and nasal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, my uh, least favorite part is actually when Sal gets killed. Only, only because I, I was rooting for him to live. <laughs> for Sal? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, I was rooting for Sal to, to live. Because I, I actually liked him better with Judy than I did Jay with Judy. So. <laughs> I know. Even though he was a, kind of a bully with Billy, but... I. The fact that I didn't like Billy actually like helped. <laughs> okay, you can be mean to this kid because this kid's kind of a pain in the neck. Right. But yes, I liked I liked him much better than Jay was an obvious like you know brown noser and just a really gross guy. Oh right. Um, yeah. Um, and Sal and I, I hope Sal, I, I kind of hope that Sal would be one of those final people, but uh, I like the way it turned out. Actually, uh, it was surprising to me who lived. Oh yeah, yeah. Except for one. Except for one character. I mean, one character, you like, you expect her to be the one who gets out. Right. She's always being nice to everybody. You want to help everybody, you know. Yes, I totally yeah. agree, Jay. Totally. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Now, um, my next question is, whose kill was the most creative? Uh, Matt, who do you think, whose kill do you think was the most creative? I don't really think the kills in this movie were very creative. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, I did like how Helen just kind of appeared and then, like, her corpse fell on the car later. Oh, yeah. Um, that was cool. That was smart because that was a jump scare that you was not expecting. Exactly. Yep. 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 I agree. So I guess I'd have to go with with Helen. Yeah. All right. Well, and Jay, how about you? Who's um who's uh kill scene was uh uh the most creative? Well, I, my favorite kill scene was when Jay got his eyes gouged out because not only was he a jerk, but <laughs> it was juicy. It <laughs> was juicy and well done. It was like. I know that's not really him, but wow, that was really cool. It was like a cool magic trick, and I would love to have it was. that. Oh, yeah, the practical effects on that kill are yes. awesome. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Awesome. So that's, that's my favorite. To me, that's the most creative because they made it look so amazing. And, it's like, and they made it look real, so real. It looked so yes. real. And yes. that's why it was my favorite scene, show. too, Jay. That yeah. was my favorite kill. Oh, my really? favorite creative oh. kill was Jay's. Because it, he, it didn't look like a mannequin. It didn't look fake. No. It looked totally real. I thought it, that she really it, did gouge yeah. out his eye. Yeah, it looked like he was screaming, and she was, you know, poking <laughs> her thumbs into her his eye. It was just, it's like, how, how did they do that? I love when they when they get me like that. I love when they get me. It's like, how do they do that? How do they pull off that magic trick? Right, you know? right. That? And that's another that's thing about horror movies. You know, if we don't see. It, it, I mean, forget about the scare factor. If if you're trying to kill somebody and I see a mannequin, that takes you out too. That takes you out of the movie too. Because, That's right. because now right. it's like, okay, I could tell that's fake. It, you know what I'm saying? I could tell that's oh, fake. I know, I know. And so that doesn't there scare are so me. Many movies where, yeah, there are so many movies, especially like Italian films, where like Suddenly, the body is like falling from a building, and you realize, no, that's like a stiff mannequin or rag doll or something. You know, it just it takes you out immediately. Yeah, it, yes. And, and you think of it as a totally different kind of movie. Then you're not taking it seriously anymore. You know, right, right. And my next question is um, my deep question that I ask um, all the time. Uh, um, how does Night of the Demons pertain to the Bible? And, and of course, you know, for me, you know, that there's only one word, Roger, you know, uh, you know, him being a preacher's kid, you know, right. and, you know, he knew that he should not be there. 
even though he, he 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 figured it out a little bit too late, he knew that he was somewhere where he should not be. I feel like he kind of knew even before he walked in. He was the one who had kind of like the uneasy feelings about it, and you know. Oh yeah. So I feel like yeah, I feel like he already had that feeling before he walked in. And you know, he probably did. He probably did. I think he did. It's like. You know, they walked up to it, and he—he was the one who was really reticent about going in, and you know, it's like, hmm, do we want to do this? And you know, I just I, every time I watched it, I think this guy's got a feeling already that we shouldn't go in here, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah. And it could be that connection. And, and uh, you know, um, and you know, in uh, part of the in the later part of the movie, the the part where it dragged on. For all of us, uh, you know, he was, you know, he he was crying and stuff, and he was scared, and which he should have been, you know. Uh, I mean, I, heck, I think I would have been scared and started crying too. But um, uh, one of a scripture that I came across when I was reading my Bible uh, uh, for this movie, uh, uh, it was in. Um, oh my goodness, did I write it down? Oh yeah. Uh, it was um, 2 Thessalonians um, uh, chapter 3, verse 3. And it says, but the, Lord, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. So I, I said to myself, well, huh, you know, if, if Roger just would have like called on the name Jesus, you know, that would have gave him the strength. And I think he did find this because um, he did tell Judy, he was like, let's pray. You know, my daddy taught me how to pray very well. And then Judy says, well, I've been praying all night, you know. So I think with that, you know, that gave them the strength to, uh, and heck, you know, spoilers, listeners, that gave them the strength to live because they both did survive. Yeah. They both yep. did survive. And Roger is a black guy for all of you who got who has not seen the movie yet. And he's one of the characters to survive. That's huge. In the 80s. <laughs> in the 80s. Right. Right. Where the, where the black guy almost always die. <laughs> right. And usually they're the first ones to go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not just not just not live, but usually one of the first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I, I think. Well, I don't think Roger was the first though, because uh, Reggie, Reggie the Reckless from Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, also survived. When, when was and that was what was that was that eighty three? No, that was eighty five. It was either eighty five or eighty six. That, that before this. Yes. I've got, I've got one technically. I mean, he does die in the film, but he's the last one to die because nobody survived. But the original Night of Living Dead. Oh, Night of oh, Living yeah. Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which you think, you think he's going to be the only one who survives, and then boom. Yeah. He doesn't. But still, that was remarkable. Yes, it was. It was. Especially for that time. For the 60s? Oh my God, this, it was the 60s, y'all. Yeah. That was the 60s. Yes. And George Romero swears up and down that they only hired him because he was the best actor, not because he was black. And uh, like like John Landau, he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yes, uh, so that's my it's uh, that's my opinion on how Night of the Demons pertains to the Bible, you know. Um, That's interesting. Yes. Uh, 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 Matt, do you have an opinion on it? Well, you know, I always go into a weird place with it. Um, <laughs> I, what I had kind of uh, come up with was that, um, you know, a big teaching in the Bible is that your body is a temple. And, you know, a big thing with spirits and demons they can inhabit your temple. And oh, yeah, you're right. All of the people in the movie that end up getting possessed are in some way, shape, or form just protecting their own temples. They're allowing it in. And yeah. the, only, the only two people that get out are the two people that are pure, the ones that pray, the ones that 
parents, the ones that don't have to say. So, like, for me, it was a lot of parallels with keep your temple clean, keep your temple pure, and you can survive anything, kind of thing. Don't let, don't let the evils in. Oh, right. That's good. Matt, you always are, you always are so profound. Well, thank you. Oh, my I, gosh. That was really interesting. Yeah. I feel like I should be learning from you. <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> you can be both. Yes, can yeah, be both. that's true too, Matt. That's true too. <laughs> oh well, Jay, do you have an opinion on um, on this question or? Well, the the thing that struck me most was the thing I like I said that I just noticed not this last time but the time before last. I you know after years of watching this film, I never noticed the symbolism of the cross earrings. Yeah. Being yeah. turned upside down. And it's something that I don't think I noticed because I didn't know what that meant back then. Oh, yeah. I right. didn't realize yeah. that it yeah. symbolized anti, like anti-Jesus, anti-Christ, literally. Yeah. Literally anti-Christ, you know. Um, and that's the thing when, when I was thinking about, because I know you always talk about this on the show, and it was like, that's the thing that really affected me the most this time. It's like something so subliminal had such an effect on me without me knowing it. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's um, that's concerning to me in a way. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's concerning to me. It's like, uh, how many other things are am I seeing that are affecting my brain that I don't know are affecting my brain that way? Right, uh, I'm getting right. off track here a bit, but oh no, no. Took me. Sorry, I went down a rabbit hole with this thing, you know. So anyway, that's 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 where that's where that question took me on this film. Oh yeah, I, it's weird. I'm sorry. I just break. Oh no, out. you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> okay. That's why my podcasts are different and unique because because you know Absolutely. we talk about the deep stuff, the deep philosophical uh-huh. uh, um, stuff, the deep religious stuff, the deep you know uh, because I, that's who I am. At my core, I am a Christian and I love Jesus and. And I love um, his word. And I love, you know, uh, and I do love scary movies too, guys. You guys are listening to a horror movie podcast. Don't worry. But, uh, but. Those two things are not like, they don't have to be separate though. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. So much, there's so much religion in horror. And oh my gosh, yes. Oh, hey, favorite scene right behind you there, bud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, listeners, you guys can't see, but Jay is Jay does have the movie playing uh, behind him, <laughs> right over my shoulder. Uh, so we are watching the Suzanne scene, the famous Suzanne the scene. Pain. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I um, I agree with you, Matt. The uh, religion. And uh, horror movies, they kind of go hand in hand. And uh, I've talked about this a lot on my other podcast, too, especially the Poltergeist podcast. Uh, because, you know, like me and Jamala was saying, you know, you have that struggle between good and evil. And yeah. most of the time, well, all of the time, actually, uh, good wins. You have that maybe one or two or three or four or maybe five movies where evil wins. But most of the time, goodness wins. (laughs) So. Rob Zombie is the correct answer for that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I do not like Rob Zombie. (laughs) You know what? The funny thing is, I like him. I see him in interviews and things, and Uh I like him. Yeah, yeah he movies, seems to actually be, be a like pretty decent guy. I don't well, you know, movies, um, I like them for what they are, but they are definitely a one-time set. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes that sense. hillbilly thing. 
Okay, I like House of a Thousand Corpses, and I actually like, um, what was the one after? Oh, The Devil's Rejects. I actually like that also. His Halloween movies, I cannot stand. Yeah, I can't stand those either. I just don't think that we needed a backstory for... I I don't either, Matt. I totally agree. You know what else we don't need? We don't need Sherry Moon Zombie. Oh. <laughs> Stop using Sherry Moon Zombie. She is not an actress. I'm sorry. She's not an actress. All she oh. does, all she does is say the F word. Oh, that's, well, all that's all any of his characters do. That's all they do. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, in Halloween, uh, oh my God, if you were to play the drinking game on Rob, Zom- Rob, Rob oh, Zombie's no, Halloween, you would, you would be drunk. In 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you would either be drunk be or you would dead. have alcohol poisoning. You would be dead. Your liver would heal over and die. Oh, oh God. <laughs> right. it, and it, it's outrageous. Like I, I said, like in, the, in, in his version of Halloween, I didn't even care if Lori Strode lived. Right, and she's the main protagonist. I didn't even care if she lived. Uh, yeah, I didn't like her. <laughs> I didn't like her either. I thought I was the only one. Oh my gosh, no, I didn't like no, her in part one, no. and I didn't like her in Halloween too. Oh my god, part two is even worse because she uh, zombie is dead, but she keeps showing up like that angel with the weird, crazy eyes, moving her head back and forth, like "Hello, Michael." Yeah, and I laughed out loud in the theater. My friend I was with, she's like, "Shh." shh. I'm like, I can't this is hilarious. What are you talking about? Hey, well. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, like, I got so offended at the beginning of the, uh, of Rob Zombie's Halloween where she, like, was making the sexual joke with her mother. Yes. And I was like, that, yeah. you can't do that. You're Lori Strode. It's <laughs> like, you, no, you have to be pure. Like, right. Just well, or, or pure, or, <laughs> you know, not you. You you have to be likable. You have to be likable. We have to be rooting for you. Yeah. Right. And I, really and I just was not rooting her. for her. I right? Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now I do have one last question, guys, because because okay. this question, as a matter of fact, it came to me today. Actually, I was looking at the movie, and I'm and I was like, huh? Okay. I know. Judy was Alice in Wonderland. Yes. I know um, um, Phil, uh, I think that was her friend's name, right? Fanny and Phil. You about the doctor? Yes, he was the doctor. Yeah, he was the doctor. Uh, and Franny, his girlfriend, was, was he Peter Pan? Yeah, he was Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. Pan. Uh, Stooge was, I guess, just Stooge. And, and he was a pig. He yeah, was okay, pig. okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Roger was a pirate. Yeah, yes. Suzanne was... A baby doll, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think she was, too. I, I was it's thinking like that. baby doll, which yeah. is gross, but yes, that's yes. what she was. <laughs> And uh, Jay didn't wear a costume unless he was no, just he being a jerk. Like Miami Vice to me. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. He totally looked Miami Vice to me. He and did. Maybe that, maybe that was his costume. It was. Yeah, I think maybe that was. Maybe he I was. I think he was wearing a costume, but he didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because remember he said he said I'm not wearing a costume, you know. But you are wearing a costume. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And Helen was. What was Helen? Troy, I think. Huh? I think she was. I think she was was Helen of Troy. I think she was the Greek goddess. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have. She was Helen. So she was Helen. Yes. So we have all those characters. And Sal, he just wore that. Horror mask that he stole from Billy. What the heck was Angela? I did. I couldn't for the life of me. I couldn't. I I couldn't figure out what she was. Angela is her own creation. 
No, she was um she was a black bride. She was like a widowed bride. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, okay. Like, okay. Like I, I, bride, I, I was like, well, yeah. is she supposed she to be Elvira? I didn't know if she was supposed to be Elvira or um No, they couldn't be that specific. No, she yeah. was wearing a black wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was like, I was I, literally, I was like, what the heck is she supposed to be? Or who is she supposed to be? I, I just couldn't, you know, I didn't make it out. Right. So. Her dress changed all the time. It was like, now it's got 18 layers. Now it's got one layer. Right. Well, well, you know, I mean, yeah. before she became a demon, you know, after she became a demon, it, it was very apparent that it she was. A demon. Very more sheer, yes. But 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 <laughs> when she was like just Angela, I just didn't know who she was. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what costume she was. So, right. Well, I don't have any more questions, but I do have some fun facts here. Five awesome. fun facts to be exact. And let's see, I will read them right now. Um, my fun fact number one is, um, uh, it was produced for a very modest $1.2 million. Um, uh, it, uh, oh, hold on. I read that wrong. Sorry. It says, um, produced for a very modest $1.2 million. The film racked up outrageously large grosses in its limited release. The debuting in Detroit, it debuted in my hometown, guys. I, I didn't even know that. Really? Yes, it debuted in Detroit in 1988. It hit New York City at Thanksgiving and earned $3.109 million, holding screens until the end of the year. So it made a pretty big profit. It did pretty well. Yeah, nice. Uh, and, and, you know, like I was telling my grandmother, I said, you know, well, I wouldn't have known because, you know, I was only eight years old at the time. But just to know that, you know, Detroit was, that old. Yeah, Detroit was on the map during that time. It's not even on the map now. I mean, <laughs> you don't even want to, you know, go to Detroit anymore. I mean, not saying that it's a bad city or anything. It's not. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. you know, it's just not happening anymore. Right. And um, and to know that it was, you know, and you, I mean, you hear stories about Detroit back in the day, you know, when Motown was around and everything like that. And who doesn't yeah, love Motown? Like that too. Yeah. You know, who doesn't yeah. love Motown? You know, uh, yeah. Smokey Robinson, uh, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, you know, all the, all the greats, the temptations, you yeah. know, uh, my my fun fact number two is uh, Linnea Quigley uh, had gained notoriety for her uh, portrayal of Trash in The Return of the Living Dead and was asked to come in for an audition um, by the filmmakers who That's were fans of, of that movie. I thought you were saying she was just known for playing Trash in films. <laughs> no that specific character named Trash, just Trash in general. <laughs> no, no, no. That's too funny. She was she had gained notoriety as uh, as Trash in the yeah. uh, in the Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> uh, I can't Haven't we all? <laughs> and uh, but the filmmakers uh, wanted her to audition for this movie. But she initially rejected it yeah. because yeah. she thought that she, she, thought was, she was too, too old, old. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it, to convincingly portray a teenager. Now, uh, it didn't say how old she was here, but on the interview, she did say that she was 26. Wow. She was 26 wow. yeah. years old when this movie came out. Yeah. 
And um, so she's a good eight years older than what she's portraying. And, yes, and, and which is a big a big amount around there, you know. Yeah, and, and that's around why she age. didn't. She she thought that she was going to get rejected because she had went to yeah. lots of auditions, but they would tell her that she's too old to play this part. And so, but she eventually did audition, and to her surprise, they cast her like right on the spot. And my fun fact number three is uh, I actually went over this. Uh, we well, we all did. Uh, Rube McClanahan uh, is the yes. uh, <laughs> is Amelia Kincaid's aunt, and she did pay a visit to the set. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, my fun. Huh. Her aunt was Blanche. I just love that. I know, right? <laughs> Blanche was such a character on the Golden Girls. I tell you what, my, my mom loves the Golden Girls. My mom and my best friend, Sinead. Oh, my gosh. My best friend, Sinead, used to love the Golden Girls. And my mom, she still watches it the on the Hallmark yeah. channel. <laughs> Who doesn't love them? Come on. <laughs> right? Because I know I do. But Dorothy was my favorite one. I have to. I have to be honest. I I can't even pick a favorite anymore. <laughs> uh, my fun fact number four is, according to Joe Augustine, the original script contained a gay couple and an interracial kiss, but was deemed too radical by some of the producers as well as the director. Today, that would have went. And that's really surprising. During this era, I would not expect any screenwriter to put that in your script for a horror film. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Why would you take... I mean, I applaud them for trying to get it in there because, you know, I want that visibility. But um, I'm shocked that they actually did that. Yeah. It it is surprising. I mean, if it was today, it wouldn't be so surprising because, you know, they're actually doing it in every every movie. Uh, But, yeah. yeah. But at 85? Oh, my gosh. Right. They were still using, you know, the F word back then. And I don't mean the four-letter one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, You're right. You are so right, Jay. You're right. Uh, and this last one, I, I really like this. Uh, I, I had to write this down. It, I, I really liked it. Uh, uh, my fifth and final fun fact. Uh, during an interview, Lania Quigley was asked if she had ever been in an audience of fans and just watched their reactions to one of her films. And she replied, I have. And it's really fun. Actually, when I first saw Night of the Demons, I went to see it in a drive-in. And it was really a great experience. (laughs) Except I forgot that the first scene I filmed was my bare butt bending over. And it was up on the screen really big. And I was like, oh, God, no. And a little embarrassed. (laughs) I had to write that down. I I thought that was so funny. Quickly, don't worry about it, Brad. <laughs> yes, you did, honey, and that's coming from a girl. I she got over it because she did it again in the remake. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's no fool. Oh no. I love her. <laughs> well, now we move on to the cast and group crew that has passed away. Um, we do have a few. Uh, uh, um. Not many, though. Um, of course, um, Harold Ayers, um, who was the old man, he died March 6, 2003. So he still lived a good while after Night of the uh, Demons. But he was the only cast member that passed away. Well, I'm, I'm sure the woman that played his wife did, too. But I couldn't find anything on her. But I... But I I'm putting her on the list because I'm pretty sure she's she's passed on. Right. Um, but the uh, the other two, uh, Roger George, he was a special effects guy, and he died December fourteenth, two thousand seven. He was eighty two years old. Okay. Wow. 
Yeah. And Ken Akel, he was an art director. He was the art director. He was the art director that uh, Kevin Tenney always used. Uh, he died June 20th, 1995, and he was 44. So he was very young. Very young. Yeah. And that's all. Wow. That's all the cast and characters there. Well, that, that's a good thing then. Right? Oh, my gosh. And, um, but uh, I do have some groupers' reactions. Uh, if I can find what I did with them. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. Yeah, I have to write everything down. Otherwise, I forget. I gotcha. Uh, let's see. Um, now I did ask my uh group, um, on my group page, Horror Movie Warriors group. Uh, I asked them, uh, what their favorite, uh, or who they thought was their most creative kill. Nobody answered the question, guys. Okay, they answered, but they didn't answer the the question. Uh, Dex- <laughs> Mr. Dexter Williams says um, uh, he he loved the past life seance. That was his favorite scene. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Tisha Strickland says um, uh, it's one of her favorite movies. And Miss Ingrid Hubert, who was supposed to be here with us tonight, guys. Ingrid yeah. Hubert was supposed to be here. Uh, but she has something come up, uh, and uh, you know, the things a life happens, you know. And uh, uh Miss Ingrid, we love you, we miss you, and we will see you the next time. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, she's supposed to be I with me to next you, week. Ingrid. Uh, yes, she's supposed to be with me next week, um, next Thursday, actually. Uh, she says, uh, I like how the possessions take a hold of everybody. And she mm-hmm. says it's a wild ride. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, and she's right about that. It is a wild ride. <laughs> one of the wildest. One of the wildest. Well, guys, I don't have any more questions, no more fun facts, and no more cast and crew that has passed away, and no more groupers reactions. So we have come to the end of my podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Everybody, I want everybody, when you're done listening to my podcast, please go to Jay Bullington's podcast. Have you seen this one? It is awesome. And I had the pleasure of being his guest. Uh, I think you and Mr. Keith, uh, Keith, uh, what's his last name? Carino, right? Uh, Keith Carcino. Carcino, yes. Uh, I thank both of you guys for allowing me, little old me. It was such a fun conversation. I can't wait till you come back again. I can't either. And I can't wait to have have both you and Keith on my podcast. I'm going to have both of you together. I'm going to have both of you together. And man, it was so nice meeting you tonight. Well, you as well. Y'all have to playing a Lego game over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here in my happy place. Um, but yeah, no, I had a really good time. Um, and I have listened to a couple of your podcasts as well. And I'm very impressed. So, oh, um, thank you so much. That's so nice. Thank you. My invite. Uh, if you want to see me next week for Halloween, you can yeah. go the Queer Port Facebook page, uh, spelled just like it sounds, and I will be doing a special uh, Elvira-inspired Doomsday live stream. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Say it again, Queer Port. Queer Port. Oh my god! That's I can't wait. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> on Tuesday and then on Saturday on Halloween they will be doing 10 there are 10 pre-recorded performances by uh, by a bunch of different drag queens and I am performing that as well so, yay oh my gosh you are in high demand right now Matt well you know Halloween I usually am 
uh, I have a variety of different uh, skills, and when I'm not here, I'm probably putting on makeup on someone else. Like I get hired. Just <laughs> the season, eh? Yeah, absolutely. My most good for you. Good for you. Yes, that's awesome. I, I'm just so I, I'm I'm proud to know both of you. Actually, I'm very proud oh, to know likewise, both likewise. of you. Very much, ditto. Absolutely. I, I just uh, to me, you guys are to me. You guys are the celebrities to me. I, I I'm awestruck. Well, you're the one that started a podcast that's been going for a year straight now. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Well. Well, I guess I'm. I guess I'm a celebrity in my own right. You know, I. I don't everybody. see myself as one. Exactly that. Everybody is. Everybody is. <laughs> if you if you have that confidence, that celebrity confidence, then you are a celebrity. Just be it and live it. My, I might be a celebrity to my my dogs, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. They might be the only ones that look up to me like I'm famous, but that's all right. I'll take it. Well, hey, hey, I understand that. I, I feel the same way about my son. <laughs> you know, in in my son's eyes, I, I I'm probably uh the world, you know, and that's okay oh, with me. Not probably, not probably, definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, it two, take it from the two men in the chat. Mama is the most important. Always, always. Oh yeah, always. Mama's the. Oh important. yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, guys, I, I have loved this this uh, this discussion. Oh, I'm tongue tied now. <laughs> but, but I have loved <laughs> I have loved this discussion, and I thank you guys for being here. Next week, I am going. Uh, next week starts the uh, Halloween, the real Halloween season for this podcast. Actually, um, Thursday. I am going to be doing Warlock, and Friday I will be with my fiance and my very, very good friend, uh, Jeremy Covington. We will be discussing Halloween H2O, and then on Saturday I will be discussing Devil, the movie Devil. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah, I I heard about that. I have not seen the movie yet, so I will be watching that on Sunday. You're going to like it. Everybody told me that. Um, the, it is one crazy. Of the, it is crazy. One of the girls that, uh, oh, Kelly Dunsmore, uh, she's going to be on that episode. And she told me, she said, Latrice, you're really going to love it, especially at the end. She said, you're going to love the message at the end. I said, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I cannot wait. Uh, Thursday, I will be watching, I will be discussing Warlock with Miss Ingrid, Miss Ingrid Hubert. Uh, Christy uh, S. Q. Morris, and I think Jamila Galt. I think she will be on there as well. And then, um, like I said, on Friday, I'm going to be with my fiance and my very good friend Jeremy Covington. And on Saturday, uh, I think Miss Ingrid Hubert will be on again, and uh, Kelly Dunsmore and Allison Stone will. So I have a big, I have, I have a busy week next week. With my podcast. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I love it, though. I love this time of year. I love talking about scary movies. So, there you are. Well, guys, again, I thank you. And, again, uh, Jay Bullington's podcast is Have You Seen This One? Uh, with his co-host, uh, Keith Carcino. And then you have, have Matt, a.k.a. June Cleavage. Yeah. And they, they can find you. Where again, Matt? Where can they find you again? Um, all of my social medias, TikTok, Instagram, they're all June underscore Cleavage. But Facebook just look up June Cleavage. Yes. Uh, and you guys can uh, also see her on my group page, Horror yeah. Movie Warriors. Yes, I usually share my videos to the group page. Yes. Um, and again, that's, um, uh, that group uh, name is the same as the podcast, guys, Horror Movie Warriors. And, well, it has been a blast. Until next week, this has been Latrice Carter. <laughs> <laughs>
Jay Bullington, and Matt Lats. And we will see you guys later. Bye.